Greetings, Goddess Body, Mind, Spirit, Community. This is Tyra Omilade, your goddess guru, your sister friend. And you know I love helping women align with their life purpose using the power of ancient wisdom and the goddess-centered lifestyle. And today I just want to share a breakthrough that's coming to me. And hopefully I will be able to articulate it well, because I think this is going to be something that I can help you all begin to master as I master it in terms of being able to consciously create in your life what you desire and release from your life what you no longer desire. I just want to start off by saying that I have been going through such a pivotal time in my life over the last three years. So many shifts, so many changes. And um, this last year in particular, the recording of this, it's 2023. So over the last year has been one of the greatest changes that I have experienced. In astrology, we have um, what are called eclipses. And I have loved the eclipses ever since I learned about them and noted that I actually, what they signify actually works for me, which is sweeping change. I can make significant changes that seem almost impossible, or sometimes it's changes that I can't even anticipate, but uh, definitely they are helpful in that way. And I've had, there's certain times when the eclipses are more pivotal than others. And so that's what I've been going through over this last year. And there's a part of the eclipse that will empty out that area of life. And so the area of life that has been emptied out, emptied out for me is identity, lifestyle, just my whole life. It just kind of feels like it's been emptied out. And that includes my, my inner world. Now I still have my husband and my son's uh, you know, thank the goddess for that. Uh, my friends, you know, my relationships are intact. Thank the goddess for that. This has been largely shifting how I live day to day, what I do, because I was a homeschooling mom. You know, my life was devoted to raising my children for 20 years plus over 20 years. And then when they went off to college and, you know, they're, they're doing what young adults are supposed to do. They're, they're moving on in their lives. It just kind of left me sitting here like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And I'm going through perimenopause. So I went from, I started my period when I was 11. So I go from having my period since I was 11 to not having one. 40 years I had a period because I went into menopause at 50 well, maybe it was 41 years. I can't remember. I think I went into menopause at 52. Yeah, 51. Anywho, sorry. Um, and so just so many changes that have happened for me all at once. And it has just kind of left me to a certain degree reeling. And here lately, now that the eclipses have moved on to another area of my life, I've just been sitting here like, okay, 
I think what I'm supposed to do right now, because we don't have rites of passages at this particular juncture, life has initiated me and created this life of passage, this rite of passage, but the other, there's not a lot of women who talk about this phase of life. And so it's just kind of like trying to figure it out. And that's when I realized I need to just decide what I'm going to do, what I'm going to be interested in, what, how I want to live. Now, thankfully, I want a business and I started working on that prior to uh, my, my younger son graduating from high school. So that has been helpful in me having a way to like reshape my life. However, even in my business, I feel like I'm at a point where something is shifting and changing. And I just kind of feel most days like I don't even know who I am. I don't know what I like. I don't know what I want. And so yesterday, but I just made the decision. I'm just going to start deciding I like whatever. An example of that would be belly dance. When I finished teaching African dance, I pretty much was like, that beat me up. <laughs> I need to find a style of dance that I could do the rest of my life, which I could do African dance long term, but it would need to be something more gentle than what I had been doing. And so I just decided I'm going to like belly dance and I just keep going to belly dance classes, taking belly dance fitness workouts. And I put it on my vision board, I am a belly dancer. And at this point, that's how I feel. I'm a belly dancer, even though, yeah. <laughs> I really just do belly dance fitness. So I just began to say, okay, this is what you do. You just make a decision. This is, we're going to try this out. We're going to try that out, you know? And so yesterday I had this thought come to me as I was, because something else I've been working on is choosing foods that are best for my body so I can stay ultra healthy. And um, I was fixing something and I was, I was, preparing some food for myself. And I thought, oh, I really love these potatoes over here. I had made some potatoes for my family. And, you know, this wasn't on my menu for the day. And I was just like, oh, I so badly would love to eat these potatoes. They would just taste so good. And in a flash, I heard, so you do recognize the only reason you want these potatoes is because they are you remember how they taste. And I was like, huh, <laughs> that would be true. And then the next thought that came to me is you can just forget that memory if you want and remember something new, remember something different every day, day in and day out. Just notice what you're remembering and then decide, do you want to keep remembering that? Or do you want to remember something new, something different? And all of a sudden, I was like, everything I've been doing makes so much sense. And when I say everything I've been doing, I'm talking about the work that I do. So for instance, when we think about we're born into a world where we forget the truth of who and what we are. and the goal is to remember who you are, self-realization, okay? And so why, why would this not apply to just living? And I tell people all the time, 
you know, repetition is the mother of skill because we are designed to forget. This is one of the reasons why having a spiritual practice and self-care practice day in and day out is important is because when we don't, our natural inclination is to forget. But check this out. Part of the way we are programmed is we, you basically install whatever you want in you. This is the power of the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind, human beings, whether you know you were told the truth about this or not, human beings can be programmed and reprogrammed. The kick, the kicker is how quickly can you let go of the last program and install a new program? It's that willingness to release and to let go of whatever is there. It doesn't matter how old we are. It doesn't matter what has happened to us in our lives. We literally can just, a lot of times we'll say things like choose a new thought. And it's, it's, it is choose a new thought. It's largely though, choose a new memory because the subconscious mind wants to um, just pretty much put you on where you don't, it's like your default. You don't have to think about it. That's, that's the beauty of being human. We get to program ourselves with whatever we want. And once we get the subconscious mind on board, it will just do it. It will, you know, when you think of somebody who's ultra disciplined, like my husband is ultra disciplined. He is so disciplined that yesterday he just, and, you know, wrotely was doing the things that he does leading up to working out. Well, he wasn't working out. He was just going to stretch. And he was like, oh my gosh, I create, you know, I made this drink that I usually take when I'm working out, not when I'm just stretching. And I just did it out of habit. You know, that's another way we can look at it, habit. And so it's really, he just is programmed himself so that he doesn't have to think about it. And I've had a coach say that you want to create whatever you're doing. You want to just do it so much, so long, buy into it, and it will become You don't even have to think about it. Your body will follow what your mind has made the decision to do. The body will follow the mind. And I know sometimes it doesn't seem this way, but the body is a robot. The body is not in charge. It follows the mind. But this is why understanding when something is going on with the body, it's definitely giving you an indication of what's going on on the inside because the inside is going to dictate what the body does. And all of this is related to memory. That's what a habit is. It's just memory. And you just do this thing over and over and over again. And there's no resistance in you. There's no memory in you that is saying, no, I don't want to do that. When we struggle with creating a habit, it is because there's something inside of us that is not in agreement with that. And so that's where the forgetting can come. You can just make a decision and we will get sold on. I have to, like, I really felt like, I don't know if I can say no to these potatoes, even though this is not what's on my menu for today. I don't know if I could say no, because there's been so many times when I didn't. And then they tasted so good when I made them. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, you know, I was just like going on and on and on. And, and it felt like, I don't know if I can say no. But then when I decided, oh, really and truly, 
I just decided that these potatoes were good. It's just a memory that's making me really want these potatoes. And so we can decide to release the memory. This is largely what forgiveness is about. I'm I'm going to release the memory that has this thing charged. We never forget necessarily what people do to us. Sometimes we do. We can get so um, detached because that's another thing that forgetting is about. It's a detachment. We can become so detached that we actually do forget something happened. But, you know, there's people who have wounding that came from family members, someone significant in their lives. It will be something that we can recall. But the question is, the energy, the hurt, the pain that we feel, whatever, there could be a decision that we made, which could be, I will never let anyone do this to me again. Or I am so not worthy. Who knows? That is what we need to say to ourselves. I can continue to choose this memory or I can choose a different thing to remember. And, you know, for I'll never let anyone do this to me again. It could still be that, but it doesn't have to be have this energy of like this hurt and this pain. That's really a lot of what this is about. And so, you know, a lot of times we're talking about releasing the, the, the trauma. The trauma is unexpressed pain, wounding somebody that you didn't have, you didn't have anyone to talk to about this. And this thing is just set up in you and it needs to come out, right? And some of that releasing of the trauma is like, you know what? I may in my mind, be able to remember this, but I am not going to remember this in a way where it is disempowering me. I'm going to choose a new memory, right? So I like I said, y'all, this is breakthrough. I hope this is making sense because sometimes it sounds like we're being dismissive of, pe- dismissive of people's wounding, but really and truly what I want to do is to give you a path out quicker than I've had because I listen to people talk about healing and y'all know this is the work that I do. Um, and it, it just feels like the full story is not in one place. <laughs> I'm hoping to, to get more of the story. I have what people have taught me and now I want to give you more of the story or maybe I'm giving it in a way where it actually makes sense. And or it make it's a different way of explaining it, and you can get it in this way. Cause this just, I was just like, I just my day is just a, a bunch of memories. And so I started noting, hold on one second. Um, I'm not worthy. I need to go back to that. So if something hurt you and you the you drew the conclusion, your trauma made you draw the conclusion that you were not worthy. Every time that, first of all, you have, this is why the spiritual practice is so important in the self-care is you have to actually be able to notice when it's coming up. Most of us are living um, unconsciously. And I say that with a lot of respect. It's been me. I'm still there. You know, it's like we awaken a little bit more. No one is fully enlightened. I just, it's hard for me to believe there's someone in the world who's completely and totally enlightened every second of the day. 
but most of us are asleep. We just live our lives and we don't really live them in a conscious way. And so we have, you know, we're just on this rote memory, rote way of living. We're just on one track, of course, until something makes us kind of, it derails us. And then it's kind of like, oh, I got to make some new choices. But most of us are just every day thinking the same thoughts, doing the same things day in and day out. And so when, when we decide I want to heal, when you make that decision, I'm healing, then it will take that time for you to notice where, how pervasive, like, what is this limiting belief, these limiting thoughts, this hurt, this wounding or whatever, that's so pervasive that, you know, you, someone who's strong, someone who's been able to do a lot in her life, you can't get to where you want to go. What is this business? Then you'll start looking to see what that thought is that's just all throughout your life and making you choose to live in a certain way. So you have to become aware of it. So we're just practicing with this one. I am not worthy. Something happened. You picked up that notion. And so my thought for me, and I'm offering it to you to use, is I will just tell myself, that's just a memory. I used to think that. That's no longer the memory that I'm carrying with me in this day. Now, cool belief. I have been working at this for decades. I've been working on healing for decades. It's been a very slow process, right? So maybe if you're earlier, like when I was at the beginning in my 20s, I've been working on healing since I was in my 20s, to be honest with you. And I'm in my 50s now. So maybe in that particular case, the thing that I would need to do is to go and, you know, maybe you need to go see a therapist or join some type of support group that can help you begin to process whatever is there that, you know, the trauma, the hurt, the pain, the wounding, because there is a processing that has to happen. The, 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 um, the emotions has to be released. It has to be transmuted, alchemized, however you want to describe it. And to give you that space to even begin to start saying that's just a memory. But after a while, you'll think, I don't think that way anymore. I remember I used to think all kinds of things. Oh, you know, this happened in my childhood and I remember this and that because I didn't exactly know what to do with it initially. And then the more I just kept allowing myself to be heard and journaling and holding myself and going through healing experiences, I was able to release it. It freed up something inside of me, like gave me more space on the inside. And therefore, whenever that thought would creep up, like, oh, our childhood was so hard, I would say, you know what? I That's who I used to be. I'm not living that way anymore. And then I would start giving my you know, my inner girl, we could even say proof, look at how we're living now, you know, look at where we live. We don't live in that home anymore. And, you know, I would even give myself proof that like my father has changed or whatever it was. And so you, we do have to go through some of that. This is the, the path of evolution and growth as a human being is not just this easy linear thing. Typically, once we get to a deep place of feeling like I'm healed, I'm congruent with myself, I know who I am, I'm confident, I value myself, I'm creating my life 
with ease and flow. It has been after going out of your way to do what it takes, to do the work, to, you know, go through the healing experiences, to care for yourself. It has taken some time. Okay. So I think that that is probably one of the greatest disservices that we have, especially those who live in the United States. We're just so used to things happening fast that when things happen, when things take time, we feel like, well, everything is going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> no, it's not. Sometimes things take time. In astrology, one of the planets that we um, talk about is Saturn. We also talk about the, the sign of Capricorn. They are related. And what, what we know about these two is they give nothing. They give nothing. You earn with Capricorn. You earn with Saturn. But because you do the hard work and there's a level of mastery that comes with it, you will, whatever you get, you will keep. So sometimes it's just like, let me be patient. Let me take my time. And so, and, and, and once you get to the other side, you don't lose it versus, you know, the quick and dirty results that so many people want. So yes, um, definitely want to just begin to help everyone to give, I just want to give this to you to perhaps try out and begin to ask yourself, is this, is this really what, like to see everything is a memory. I'm just going to be 100. Everything is a memory. I just made a decision that I was a belly dancer and just kept telling myself that every day, every day, I'm a belly dancer. I'm a belly dancer. And just one day I woke up and I said, oh yeah, that's right. I'm a belly. Like didn't even have to think about it. I'm a belly dancer. I'm a belly dancer. Even in the midst of people who took my African dance class, I say, hi, I'm a belly dancer. So let me see here. I want to tell you one other thing about Oh, so this is also about identity shifting in, um, I'll, I'll call it NLP world. NLP stands for neuro-linguistic programming. One of the things that we talk about is that the greatest change, if you want a change, you have to change your identity. And I thought, huh, this, in my mind, this is connected to that. I have to remember, you know how we say, remember who you are. Sister, do you know who you are? Remember the truth of who and what you are, right? And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to toy around with having a new memory of myself. I don't need any proof on the outside. The only thing that matters is that I say, this is what I now remember. And there's a way to embrace the new, the truth. And at the same time, um, sorry, if y'all hear my phone, I have all these uh, notifications. Um, there's a way to remember the truth or to, to embrace the new truth and exist in the life that you're living. And so, for instance, it, it, yeah, if, if for me right now, I am embracing the new weight where I am. And when I do that, I'm taking the time. Like in my mind, there's certainty about it. I want to just read this quote. I posted this on one of my um, social media channels the other day. And I thought, this is so good. When you really have made it up in your mind, this is so, this is what will happen. It's um, those who are certain 
of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. And that's by Gabrielle Bernstein. And so when you step into that new identity, I want you just to think about a time where you were like, this is what I'm going to do. So for instance, I remember I decided I was going to go get a master's of public health. I was at Spelman College. One of my teachers could hear what I was talking about. And so she connected me to this book of the Spelman grad who also, she was a doctor and she had what is called a master of public health. Cause at the time I wanted to become a doctor MD and she had me read this book. And when I read the book, I loved it so much. I was like, I'm going to get my MPH degree. I had, I had never even heard of an MPH degree, master of public health, but I was like, that's what I'm going to get. Do you know? And, and it was like zero doubt. I had no plan. I was still trying to graduate from Spelman College, right? I had no plan. And so when I, my, I got married and we moved to Knoxville, well, we got married in Knoxville, Tennessee, where my husband was going to uh, law school. And don't you know, at the time, they had the only MPH program outside of a school of public health. So I was literally going to get this specialized degree that has to go through a certain program for you to actually get this degree. And um, I got my PhD, my MPH degree. I sure did. I got my MPH degree. And so I just decided, and it was certain, and this is the kind of thing that we want to be working on. And so that's why I love this notion of if you can just remind yourself that you're just one big set of memories and you get to pick and choose what you're going to remember, what, what you see on the outside where you have to remember not only your body, but the actual physical experience that you're having, it has to follow what is on the inside of you. So we don't create on the outside and think, I did it. No, you create it on the inside first and the rest will follow. Okay. The, you know, um, oh, I don't know why I cannot think of their names, but you know, the song, free your mind and the rest will follow. Right. Um, and I'm sure maybe they didn't come out with that, but anywho, um, yes. So that's what I have for you all today. I hope that it is helpful. I know it might sound a little bit jumbled up. I'm going to keep talking about it until I can get it super clean. But guess what? I can't get it all cleaned up until I actually talk about it. So I hope that this will give you some understanding on how to invoke. I got their name, invoke. Woo, thank you. I was like, now I got to remember my sister's names. Invoke, free your mind, and the rest will follow, like for real. So, yes, everything is a memory. You, you, you can just decide this is no longer a memory I wish to entertain. And just begin to choose a new memory in that moment. And where the pain comes up around losing it, like, it's like, oh my gosh, it's so hard. For a lot of people, it's so hard to feel um, like you have worth and value. I know this path. I have struggled with this for so long. Better at it now. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it'll just feel like, you know, I know I'm remembering this. You know, we'll even have proof. What we have to do is remember it's our decision what we're going to remember. It literally is. In an NLP world, we call it you are at first cause. 
And this is why we're at first cause. Are we at first cause? Like, I don't want us to be accepting responsibility for what other people have done. But what we do want to make sure that we're doing is taking full responsibility of our lives, no matter what has been done to us, no matter what, no matter what label has been put on you, no matter what, you have the final say so in your life. And that, that I know I said I was finishing, but I do want to say that is something that came to me. How many times have I remembered what people have said about me and just been like, oh yeah, that's right. That's who I am. It, you know, some, you might be, you might describe yourself as a people pleaser. And so that's kind of how it's been for me. I'll like something and somebody be like, why are you like that? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And that's just because I'll think, oh my gosh, I should not like this or what's wrong with me for liking this. And when we have that unexpressed trauma and trauma really does mess with our brains, it will make us be center, off center. There's a center, which is our truth and knowing who we are and feeling good about who we are. It'll put us off center, right? And so when when we don't have an, enough support from within and from without to help us to be okay with I, I know this is what I like and it's okay, you know, then it's easy to kind of feel like, well, what's wrong with me? And so we have to begin to acknowledge all of these kinds of things and, and just how much we are influenced by other people's thoughts, their opinions. And, you know, when we think about the four agreements, be impeccable with your word and how, how much people just be speaking, um, like negative spells, like really speaking curses into other people. This is why our words are so important because our words are dictating our existence. The more we speak negativity into somebody else's life, we really speaking it into our life too. Because, you know, we have the law of what you put out, this is what's going to come back to you, Right. But people will be speaking these into us. And just because, you know, maybe we are impressionable at that time, especially once we're when we're children, or we have some type of wounding that has made us forget our strength and our beauty, our wonder. We don't have a memory of someone being like, you're great. Everything that you, you know, like the way that you are is good. You are enough we don't have enough of that going on, then if somebody speaks something into us because we're confused, we'll receive it. And then it becomes a memory. That's right. Everybody said this about me. So, and it's, we may not consciously be thinking that, but there is something going on inside of us that just grabs it. The subconscious mind wraps around it. And just, that's what we are. That's the memory that we have. And so what, memory can you release from your consciousness easily? Like just let one go that just, you know, I need to offload this memory. And then when we clear it, we do need to put in a new memory there. You need to choose what memory you want to be. So of course, a lot of us feel unworthy or not enough. And so what we have to do is say, okay, I'm no longer choosing to think that I, I absolutely am enough and I'm getting ready to have you check my track record or I'm absolutely enough just because I say so. Like it could be whatever reason you want. This whole thing is 
we get to write our story. We get to create whatever we want. This whole thing is. And so, yeah, it is that easy. The reason it seems like it's not is because no one told us. Really? How do, how, how are we supposed to live in the most empowered way? And so it's my hope that this helps you step more powerfully into your truth. Thank you so much for listening. And yes, connect with you soon. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like the video, share it with someone who you think can benefit from it. And if you're listening via podcast, please give me a thumbs up also on, on, on the podcast, whatever, wherever you're listening to the podcast. And I hope that y'all continue to just stay connected to me at my website, goddessbodymindspirit.com or on my YouTube channel at Tyra Omilade on YouTube. Love you. Thank you. And yeah, may you be your empowered self all the time. Soulful God is living, baby. Ease and flow. Peace and love.